hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. Um, today, I'm going to be a co-host. Uh, we have two hosts. We have Marco, um, who's been helping out greatly, who's um, a, a local uh, fishing fanatic, I think, and your, your email is... Have number two fish at gmail.com. Have two fish at gmail.com. And that pretty well sums it up, doesn't it, Marco? That's right. I have okay. to fish. There you go. And... Our actual co-host is going to be Mike Briggs uh, from Ketchikan, Alaska. We've heard him the last couple of weeks. Very uh, interesting, knowledgeable guy, especially about Alaska. And he's a pretty good angler also. So we're going to be doing that. Our first segment, we're going to be talking to Brian Hatch with AO Coolers. And that was, uh, you know, we've, we've had Brian on before, and we've got some interesting things to talk about. I'm sure Mike and, and Marco will have some suggestions on that. Then we're going to see if we can get in touch with Barbara Stein. Recently back from Alaska, and she wants to talk about Alaska, but not necessarily about angling. And then, of course, we have Mark Hussain, editor of Bass Angler Magazine. So I'm sure he's got some hot tips for uh, the freshwater world, especially bass fishing. And we've got uh, actually, so um, Mike, I don't think you met Marco. How you doing? No, Mike? I don't think we've met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you, Marco? I'm, uh, I'm well, and yourself? No, not bad. Gearing up for the weekend. Probably going to try to get out on the water a little bit and go after some uh, coho that are starting to make their way up towards town. Oh, perfect. Well, catch a lot of them and bring some down with you when you come down. Yeah, you got it. There you go. You can use an AO cooler. Yeah, we'll send you some coolers to fill up for us. (laughs) That would be great. Yeah, that uh, fishing is, how is it fishing up there now? You know, like typically um, mid-August is when you might see a little bit of a lull between the runs. You know, pinks are all, they're pretty... um, there's a, quite a few peaks yeah. that come through in July and then the 1st of August, and then we get a second run of coho that starts around the third week of August. So yeah. right now so we're the, on the front end the, of that. Yeah, the silver. Last week or so it's yeah. been a little bit lighter, but uh, so we're for, gearing up for like for, the big it, silver run that yeah, comes for, for here on at the end out, of August and cruises through mm-hmm. September. Right. Okay. But, uh, well, we'll see if we can talk a little bit about that. But you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the show. It's right on the front page. Just go to the website, and you can listen to it as many times as you want. And if you miss something or somebody gives you a phone number, you can always refer back to that. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting around here no more. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have, actually we have, I guess I'm co-hosting today, right, Marco? That's right. We have uh, we have Mike Briggs, who's right now in Ketchikan, Alaska, and in studio uh, we have Marco, that you've all heard, and we also have our good friend Brian Hatch with AO Coolers on the line, and... Um, uh, Mike, remember when we came back from Alaska and at the last minute uh, when we were getting on the ferry to go over to the boat and you ran down and dropped some uh, salmon off for me? I do. Do you remember that cooler that we stuffed it in? I do. Yeah, well, that's that's what it is. And, yeah, it looks really nice. And when we got it home, oh, gosh, you know. Uh, by the way, don't ever fly Delta Air. <laughs> don't ever fly Delta Air. And thank God I had that cooler. Because uh, that one and the other one that we had full, as when I got home, the fish was frozen hard. But uh, it was one of the longest days of my life, thanks to Delta Air. Um, missed three, you know, they, anyway, if anybody wants to know the story, let me know and I'll tell them. But I'm not happy with them, as you can tell. But, uh, Brian, we don't mean to be ignoring you. No. But uh, AO Coolers, now you are, I, I know it's not easy to get in touch with you, but I'm beginning to find out why. You're now in, um, what is it, most, most of the West Marine stores? Yeah, we're in about 75, 80% of the uh, West Marine stores. And then you are also at the Home Depot stores? Yeah, we're just uh, doing a launch with uh, with Home Depot. We're in about 120 of the Home Depot stores. And wow. Then, uh, hopefully we should be able to bring that up a little bit more uh, next year and stuff. It was a, a trial that uh, Home Depot was doing, and it's been going pretty successful so far. So wow. 
hopefully it'll be in more and then uh we'll uh we're in uh, academy sports also so the academy where, sports where, where are know, they aren't big on the on the west coast but oh, i see in the midwest and stuff academy sports are yeah. kind of like the dick sporting goods Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm in love with the product, and um, you, you sent me some, but I need to get more because, you know, Marco wants one. I promised, uh, Mike brought me some fish at the last minute. I promised to send him one. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a soft sided cooler. You're going to ask, so what? You know, you, can, you see those, you can buy them for 10 bucks. But, uh, you know, these things are absolutely incredible. Yeah, and like you said with Delta, if your flight gets delayed and stuff like that, you know, you don't have to worry about your fish uh, thawing out in our coolers. It can uh, stay for hours on end, and they'll. How about how about how about, da- how about days? <laughs> yeah, you got held up for days. I, I had one of my uh, reps who got held up too for a couple yeah. Of days. Yeah. Well, the thing about them is they're you know they're so darn convenient, and yeah they're 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 not it uh, cheap as far as a soft sided cooler goes, but a, a, but a, to get a cooler that does what that one does, they're they're very inexpensive. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, the whole cooler industry has changed over the last couple of years with Yeti coming out with their with their coolers, and it's been great for us and great for other cooler manufacturers because their price mm-hmm. is so much higher. You know? Well, I, a friend of mine uh, is owns a ice cream company and based in Santa Barbara called uh, McConnell's Ice Cream, and they've been around. I mean, they they sell all over the United States to a lot of restaurants and the uh, I was talking to him because I took one of the coolers over there to put some ice cream in. Thank you, Mike Palmer. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, we were at Tyson. I showed him this cooler. I says, man, you got to think about getting some of these. Um, and he mentioned that he's using Yeti and he's paying 400 bucks a piece for him. Yeah, wow. And, and, and that's for the soft cooler, correct? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, so basically it's a $400 cooler. I think it's 24 quarts. So he could, he could get our top-of-the-line cooler uh, that you can put dry ice in, you know. Um, I don't know if the Yeti you can or not, um, but you can put dry ice in ours, and it would be our top-of-the-line one would be $90. Well. Yeah, and we've done yeah. tests. The ice stays the same as in ours. Well, see, the other thing, too, is that, you know, the kind of use they get, they wear out. Yes. So he's not real happy about replacing them. Oh, yeah. No, you don't want to replace those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the thing. We, that's how we started, though. We started in the, uh, you know, to meat companies and fish companies. The salespeople would use our coolers to go around. So they were built for industrial for being used, you know, every single day. Right. And then the regular person, you know, caught eye of it and wanted to uh, buy some also. And then we switched over. And we still do. We still, Farmer John's and uh, right down here in Los Angeles, they've been using our coolers for probably 15, 20 years now. Wow. Well, you know, I like him because, you know, on, on a hard-sided cooler, you know, to try, let's say it weighs, with, with even with fish in it, it weighs 30 pounds. Well, that's not easy to drag around. No. But, you know, you can put one of yours with, uh, you know, your, was it a 50, 50, what is it, 48 quart, the big one? Yeah, the big one's a 48. Most of the time, the people use our 36 pack because yeah. you can put, that fits 50 pounds uh, a fish in there. Well, and then you can just put the strap over your shoulder and yep. carry it. 
and carry oh, it out. What a lot of people do is they'll put one cooler inside the other cooler, so now you have two coolers. So now when you come back, you have 100 pounds, uh, and you don't have to pay for, uh, for, the, for extra uh, freight. Yeah, extra weight and everything for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's a good tip. By the way, if anybody is traveling to Alaska or Mexico, what I like to do is, uh, well, from now on it'll be years, but you used to take a uh, you know, hard-sided cooler and you fill it with, uh, let's say, consumables or things you're not going to bring back and then fill it with fish to bring it back. And uh, what you're talking about is you could put one inside the other one and still put your stuff that you have to check in on it. Uh, and when you come back, at, uh, at, when you go to, well, bring your own cooler to Mexico or Alaska, they put it in those wax boxes. Mm-hmm. But And they, they work pretty well, surprisingly, if, mm-hmm. the, if the fish is ice cold. I mean, it's frozen hard. Yeah. But, uh, they, you know, they're good for maybe 12 hours. Yeah, but frequently, if you're if you're traveling, it may be more than twelve hours, and you don't want to get soft fish that you have to refreeze. <laughs> no, no, or leaks all over. Yeah, well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm coming back from Alaska, I don't even need ice. I can just take my frozen fish, put it in my AO, and it'll be nice and oh, yeah. cold when I get it back. Right. Well, by the yeah. way, just in case anybody doesn't already know, you can't put ice. Uh, in a cooler on an airplane. Okay. Uh, um, wet ice, um, they don't want that because it drips. Uh, dry ice, they don't want that because it evaporates and the, sar- the, carbon, the dioxide. carbon dioxide right. will fill up the area. So uh, it has to be frozen hard and then it has to be kept in the right container. Yeah. But it'll last a lot colder. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that, that we have, uh, we call AO ice, uh, and we have two different types of it, um, and we've sold a lot, um, Right, is you can use it with your frozen fish, and it'll keep the fish from thawing out. So it'll give you an extra 24 hours or 36 hours when you put this ice pack in it. Well, how about if you're out on a boat and you throw the fish in the cooler instead of in a burlap bag? Or somewhere, or somewhere else, um, or in a, the hold or something. You throw your fish in there. With uh, I, I wanted to get some of that ice from you. Also, is there something yeah. unique about the ice packs that you use? Well, the the, the nice thing about ours is is that there's there's two different uh, types of it. You can get one that keeps the ice from melting. You know, so that goes down to uh, basically 32 degrees, and then the other one. Well, you could use, like, with ice cream, like with your friend's ice cream. Right. It'll keep uh, ice cream frozen. It's, it's almost like, it's, it's pretty much like the same component, not the same components, but it works the same almost as dry ice. Right. You oh, know? really? But it has to be down to that, you know, zero degrees and stuff to keep it, right. keep it frozen. Right. You know? Um, so the one that you can use with ice, you can put your drinks in there, you can put all your stuff in there, and you put this ice pack in there, and it keeps the ice from melting. So if you're okay. going away for a long trip and you have ice that you want to keep, you put one of those in there, and it'll give you an extra 24, 36 hours. You take it out, and then your ice is still fresh. And that comes in 5- and 10-pound packs? Uh, it comes in uh, 2.5 pounds and then 5 pounds. Okay. Well, I need we some of those too. Website. Also, I want to I want I want to try one of your backpacks. Oh yeah, no, the backpacks are good. That's one of our favorite for when you're traveling. You put your computer yeah. and stuff in there and get on the plane, and then when you're on your vacation, you can have uh, a cooler for going down to the beach or you whatever you want to do. Well, we only got a couple of seconds, but Marco actually had the idea when you're out on a boat, especially an open party boat, you cannot take an ice chest, uh, mm-hmm. but you can take a backpack. 
Yeah, yeah. ours don't even look like coolers, so I'm yeah. not saying to yeah. not follow the rules, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> you can sometimes yeah. take them on these boats. But, yeah, but that way it comes back and it stays cold and, f- and firm and fresh. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, it looks like we're about out of time right now, so let's get some contact information for you, Brian. Okay. You can uh, go on our website. It's aocoolers.com, and then on there has all our retail stores that you can go to any of the stores. Perfect. Stuff, like I said, West Marine and everything. Gotcha. Uh, that you okay. can go to and pick That's up a, a- 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 our a- AOCoolers.com. Brian, thank you very much, and be looking forward to getting some more. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a fishing. Welcome back. 
to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have some a couple of interesting people. We've got Marco sitting beside me, uh, helping out, and right now he's got us live on Facebook. Is that we what got, you're doing? Yeah, we got a Facebook Live going on. Cool. So uh, we'll be posting that to the Facebook group. I thought this was radio. You mean going to put my picture out there? Smile. Oh, man. I would have worn a shirt if I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. Technology uh, today. There you go. But uh, anyway, um, uh, Michael lives in Ketchikan, Alaska, and he works for, was it the Hotel Restaurant Association? What is it, Michael? It's the Ketchikan Visitors Bureau. So, like, uh, right. you know, the... Um, the yeah. member businesses of our, are all the tour operators, restaurants, hotels, everybody who's mm-hmm. got some sort of a stake in the visitor industry here yeah. in Ketchikan. M- Michael has been in Alaska for some years, and Barbara just got back from Alaska, so maybe Michael ask you about your trip. I yeah, I was, so. you know, yeah, I uh, understand you went to Juneau, and where else? Juneau, Skagway, and Haines, and you must know all of my friends now from those visitors' bureaus. <laughs> I'm sure. Absolutely. It's too bad you didn't get the chance to make it down to uh, Ketchikan while you were here. Next time. I promise. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what did you, did you do in each of the stops? I mean, I know that there's a lot of, of great excursions and things to do while you're in each of those towns. Well, the original motivation for my going up to Alaska came some years ago when I met a friend of, a now friend, Sharon Gateman, who worked for the Alaska Marine Highway and when mm-hmm. she told me about the Alaska Marine Highway, it sort of sparked this notion of going to Alaska. This was about 25 years ago. It took me a while, but um, <laughs> I flew to Juneau, and obviously I know that many people cruise uh, the Inland Passage, but um, cruising is not my thing. I know it's great for some people, but uh, flew to Juneau, spent a few days eating my way through Juneau, uh, took the fast ferry from Juneau to Skagway, and that was a monster a ship. Um, mm-hmm. But just a beautiful adventure going up the uh, Lynn Channel and uh, spent another few days in Skagway eating and drinking um, and doing a, some of the other attractions. And then another small ferry from Skagway to Haines, more food and wine and libations and vodka and stuff. Oh, yeah, it gets cold uh, up And uh, the, uh, a river float on market? the Chilkat River and then flew oh, nice. back from Haines to Juneau. On the uh, Alaska seaplanes, yeah, that's gotcha. great. Yeah. And what was that question, Mike? <laughs> I said, I did, have, did you have a chance to uh, try the smoked salmon vodka? What? Yeah, they have a smoked salmon vodka. It's a Alaska hmm. distillery that does a, a, a few different flavored vodkas, and the smoked salmon one's actually dynamite in a Bloody Mary. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I missed that one. The Skagway Brewery uh, has all of these infused vodkas, but I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> oh, you'll have to check that one out next time you're up here. But that's what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, you can come through the Inside Passage without actually being on a cruise ship and still see a lot of the local communities by by taking the ferry, the Marine Highway um, starts out in Bellingham, Washington, comes all the way up Ketchikan to to Petersburg, to um, Wrangell, Haines, Skagway, Juneau, all of the, the communities in southeast Alaska. And, of course, there's no roads that connect any of those towns. So um, taking the taking the ferry is one of the the easiest ways for you know people to travel around southeast alaska and still get kind of that cruise experience you're out on the water you know for a decent amount of time you get to see the really remote areas of southeast alaska and then 
take as much time as you like in each of the communities without having to be on somebody else's schedule. Absolutely, and that was really kind of my motivation to do that. So I was able to really relax, and um, even though in Juneau and Skagway the cruise ship passengers are coming and going each day, it was always Mm -hmm. nice in the morning, things are quiet, and um, staying in Juneau, I actually stayed down the road in town but away from the cruise ship docks and was able to walk all over Juneau and uh, just enjoy the sights and do Again, some of the things that the cruise ship people do, like taking the tram up Mount Roberts and seeing the mm-hmm. views. And um, um, even uh, in Skagway, I did the uh, the river raft through the Bald Eagle Refuge. And, um, yeah, it was great. Well, just a, a couple of quick <laughs> comments. Terrific restaurants in Juneau as well. well I'm just going to say a couple of, couple of quick things. First of all, I have no problem with people taking a cruise. It's better to take a cruise and go to Alaska than not go at all. But exactly. if you're a little, little bit more adventurous, uh, what Barbara's talking about, and actually Michael can probably still put you up in Ketchikan because they don't finish up until the end of September. But I think we're really talking about planning for next year. But right. uh, earlier, Barbara and I were talking about the food, and when I was like, Michael, the, one of the first times when I went to Clover Pass Resort, and they had king crab, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, I got to have that. And you know, so I said, where you know, where does this come from? And they go, oh, it came from Costco out of Seattle. <laughs> but, you know, they do have a lot of crab that you can get fresh. And then, of course, the halibut is legendary and the salmon. But uh, Barbara was saying that um, apparently the, the restaurants and the food up there has changed a lot in the last five years. We're starting to get some, um, you know, accomplished chefs that are coming up with an Alaskan cuisine. Right. And well, and they, they actually have a Juno food tour, which I can't say enough good things about because that would give people an opportunity in a couple of hours to really check out some of the new and up and coming um, and actually, well, actually some of the long established places like Tracy's King Crab Shack, but places like the Rookery and there's a taqueria that has fabulous street tacos, um, uh, Salt, which is another very upscale restaurant in Juneau. They're all really trying to focus on the sustainability of the fishing industry and being a little more sensitive to that issue. Um, in what they're doing as far as their food, so yeah, I would definitely whole, think Juno's a probably mindset, a little yeah. Juno's probably a little bit more advanced on the foodie type of side of things uh, over Ketchikan, at least anyway. But yeah, there's some really dynamite restaurants uh, up in Juno for sure. Salt, in particular, is one that I've been to that I really like. Um, and then there is a, there's a I don't know if the taqueria you're referring to is the one that's got kind of a fusion menu where they do. Uh, a little bit of a Korean Mexican mix. Which... Oh, that's that's V's cellar door. It's a little ways up the road uh, on Seward, I think it is. It's down and it's mm-hmm. it's an old. It was a Mexican restaurant for many years, and she took it over a couple of years ago. And she is she's doing this really wonderful mix of traditional Mexican meets Korean craft cocktails. She's doing her own slurries with local, you know, berries and rhubarb. Um, they've really just sort of taken it to the next level, and it really, yeah. literally, in the last five years. This isn't um, fair, John. I'm getting hungry. I know. <laughs> Let's go. But even in Haines, even, for example, a couple of years ago, somebody opened up a, a new distillery. It's called Port Chilkoot Distillery. They're making vodkas gin, rye, absinthe, and infusing them with local berries again and making all kinds of craft cocktails. Um, 
And what I loved is almost every place you go either has some fantastic view or some great history behind it. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, Michael, let me ask you a question. The, you know, we, normally in this show we're talking about the uh, fishing lodges and resorts that are mm-hmm. known to have great food. Now, if someone wants to go a tour or something like this, normally if you go to Alaska, you stay at one place for four or five nights and you go fishing every day. But if someone wants to be, you know, a little bit off the beaten path, uh, can you find places to stay and go fishing any place you want? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a couple of places even here in Ketchikan, like one person in particular, I think it's Alaska Travelers Accommodations, where they specialize in connecting people to bed and breakfast and to vacation rentals. And there's dozens and dozens of, of vacation rentals available all over southeast of Alaska, but in Ketchikan in particular, where you can go, um, you know, have basically your own apartment to live in for a week while you're here. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you can go rent a boat from somebody or hire a charter skipper or take a couple of days just to do some of the other excursions, maybe fly out to Misty Fjords and, and uh, you know, and really get to to sink your teeth into the Alaskan lifestyle for a mm-hmm. few days. Yeah, I mean, the fishing obviously is is the biggest draw for most of our listeners. But while you're there, you might as well enjoy yourself and, and experience more uh, than you would find basically on a cruise ship or, or on a guided tour. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing, like I said before, when you go on a cruise ship, and of course we love our cruise ship passengers here in, in Ketchikan. We get about a million of them through town each Whoa. year, each summer. But... Um, you know, you're on somebody else's schedule at that point. You're going to be in each uh, port for as long as they tell you you're going to be there. You only have X amount of time to go out and do an excursion or two. You really don't get a chance to, to soak in the local flavor as much as you do, like, kind of, a, you know, the... The facade no, actually, version. Yeah, I, actually, I even saw some even saw some rentals on Airbnb. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Mm-hmm. The thing for me was just being able to, I mean, and I understand the whole concept behind the cruise ship and people who aren't comfortable maybe scheduling their own travel, but just the waking up in these little towns, I mean, Skagway at 6 o'clock in the morning is just so wonderful to wander across the street and get yeah, a cup of coffee and, and, and hang the, out with the locals. And the, sun, and, um, and the sun's already been I up met, for two hours. I met so many incredible people that I probably wouldn't have met otherwise, and um, people who had so many great stories to tell about okay. how they wound up in Alaska. Okay. Well, it looks like this segment went by pretty quick, and uh, <laughs> thanks for your help on that, Michael. Uh, but Barbara, do you, you have a website that uh, people want to get in touch with you? Uh, yes, it's areyouthatwoman.com, so A-R-E-Y-O-U, thatwoman.com, and some of my stories about Alaska are there. And, Michael, I look forward to meeting you in Ketchikan in my next visit to Alaska, and there will be a next visit. Okay. <laughs> well, you let me know, and I'll, I'll show you another uh, turnaround and, yeah. and show you what Alaska's really like here. Too. Yeah, all the, sleazy, all the sleazy bars, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> the wickedest city in Alaska. There you go. Okay. Uh, Barbara, Thanks, appreciate John. Appreciate you having come on, and you gave us a little bit of perspective than what we normally talk about in Alaska, so we appreciate that. All right. My All right. pleasure. Okay. Th- and thank you, Michael. Okay. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and get cover some freshwater stuff with Mark Lassane at Bass Angler Magazine. Hey, Mike, I think we need some more cowbells. 
For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. You get a line, I'll get a pole, baby. You get a line, I'll get a pole, baby. You get a line, I'll get a pole. We'll go down and call that hole, honey, baby mine. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and hosting today is we have Michael Briggs, uh, who's currently in Ketchikan, Alaska, and then we also have Marco. Um, your angling real estate person, his website or his email address is have number two fish. So that kind of gives an idea about Marco. Have two and, fish at gmail.com. Okay. And then uh, we also, uh, Mark Lassane, who's editor, publisher, uh, copywriter, field reporter, staff uh, writer for Bass Angler Magazine. And I don't, I don't quite do it all, but you, you got you're pretty close there. Well, let's put it this way: not not only can you talk the talk. Um, how how has your uh, professional bass angling season been going so far? 
you know, my season been going really good. I'm probably batting 60 to 75 percent on, uh, you know, events getting a check. So there's only been actually a couple of che- couple events I faced that I didn't get a check. So it's been a been a pretty good year so far. Well, it sounds like if somebody wants to know something about bass angling, we're talking to the right guy. Well, so. I hope so. You know, I hope I, so. You know, I, I fish a couple hundred days a year, and I put out a magazine. So if I don't know, then you know I'm I'm in the wrong business. Well, I'm sure we got a lot of bass anglers out there, uh, but this is kind of an off the wall question: uh, Why fish for bass? You know, because they're a hardy fish. You can catch them and, and release them, and you know they have a really good survival rate. Uh, so you know, I, I mean, plus they're they are uh, a predatory, uh, omnivorous feeding creature. You know, that will almost bite anything that fits in its mouth. So, I mean, there are days out there when you can catch literally fifty to a hundred fish. And, you know, they'll come up and hit top water or hit your lure, and the strikes are violent. And, you know, it's just so much fun. I mean, you know, other species kind of do the same thing, you know, like you have silver salmon that bite really hard in the lakes and, and things like that. But, you know, bass are like that almost all of the time, which just makes them just a fun fish to catch. We're always using, uh, almost always using artificials. So it's a puzzle, too, where you're using artificial baits, trying to fool these fish into thinking what you're throwing is something that they want to eat. So not only, you know, it's fun and it's educational and it's a challenge all at the same time. Well, I I have two comments. First of all, fish don't live in ugly places. So, you know, just get get out there. Uh, And the other one is we were talking about Alaska earlier, and I don't think they have any bass fishing in Alaska, but I think every other state in the Union does, doesn't it? I think, you know, Alaska is the only state that does not have bass, and it's just, you know, they can't survive when it gets that cold there. That's the only problem. Mm-hmm. So, so no matter where you are, you can't be more than an hour away from uh, from uh, bass fishing. I, I think almost no matter where you are in the country, there's bass within an hour or two from yeah. you. And it, what's, uh, where, where are we in the season now as far as bass fishing? Well, right now we're you're kind of nearing the end of the summer, still pretty hot in most most places and then we're going to edge into the fall so the the bass are feeding on bait fish on shad on small fry a lot of the fish are pretty small too so this is the time of year when you can downsize your baits and still catch some big fish mm-hmm. you know so so the people like to throw spinning rods and small worms and small little swim baits and spinner baits and little crank baits um, you know, you have a chance of getting a lot of fish right now, plus you have a chance of getting some big ones. So right now is just a great time to go. Um, I've been guiding people out in the Delta, and we're probably averaging 30 to 40 fish a day. Really? Wow. Every time we go out. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you fish with you. But <laughs> I know if I went, I wouldn't be having that. But uh, the is there any any particular types of water you should be looking for that you're going to be do well with bass? You know, I, right now, the reservoirs that have a little bit deeper water, um, you know, because it's still summertime, so a lot of the fish are residing uh, a little bit deeper. You know, in the, in the early morning and the late evening, they'll come up shallow and feed, but generally throughout the day, they're going to be down in the 15 to 20-foot range. Mm-hmm. So the reservoirs that have a little bit of deep water have, have been good. If your reservoir doesn't have a lot of deep water, you want to look for shade or some sort of cover uh, where you think, uh, you know, kind of one of those places you think something might be hiding to ambush something else. 
Okay. You know, you kind of, I kind of look at it like a, a mugger in an alley. You know, he's going to hide that little dark alley oh, yeah. where he can jump out yeah. and get you. And just so bats, are, yeah. bats are like the same way. Well, and, and that's another thing. When, you, when you're casting for them, are you trying to throw it at um, the fish or in front of the fish, or does it really make any difference? Well, it, it depends. If you if you see fish that are busting up on the top, and that's those are fish that are chasing bait fish and they're you know it's just a like a wild frenzy at that point in time you want to throw right on top of them but the fish that are hiding in the cover and the little dark shadows and things like that you want to throw it past where that fish is and then bring your bait right next to where that fish should be okay so and it doesn't make any difference if it's in front or behind no it's better to throw it behind behind so say really the the bass is on a, you see a stump in, you know, four foot of water and you still have 10 foot to the bank. Well, you want to throw it up close to the bank and then bring it by the stump, close as you possibly can, and even bump the stump. A lot of times, uh, you know, when you hit, when you deflect off of something, your bait is going to move in an unnatural method where that, that fish will come out. They don't have hands, uh, you know, so they can't touch it. So they're going to come out and they're going to bite it. Just out of an instinct reaction. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when when it, when it strikes, is it uh, um, because they're looking for food, or they're protecting their territory, or are they just aggressive? What what, what motivates a, a bass to bite? You know, you could imagine them kind of like a cat. You know, sometimes cats will chase down a bird just for fun. Yeah. And sometimes they'll chase them down and they'll eat the whole dang thing. Yeah. You know, um, and also they'll chase like a ball of yarn across the, <laughs> the you know, or you could use your bass lures to, for cats too, you know, maybe just cut the hook off. Yeah, good idea. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. You can use, you can kind of think of it like, like a cat, you know, I mean, those fish, sometimes they'll swim out slowly and just engulf it. Other times they'll charge it and slam your bait really hard. Um, sometimes when you throw in swim baits, they'll actually take their head and they'll pound that bait into the bottom. Uh, without their mouth being open. Hmm. So the bite can be, you know, numerous different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually that makes it fun, you know, trying to figure out what is, what is it going to take. Well, if they're slamming my feet into the bottom, what am I going to do differently to try to get those fish to eat it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you're fishing, uh, fly fishing for trout, um, you know, if you what, even if you think there's a, a might have been a, a hit, you, you've got to set the hook. Um, and if you're fishing a lot of times in the ocean, you want to let them, give them time to eat the bait um, and swallow it before you try and set the hook. You just pull it out. And bass, if you if you get an inkling uh, of a bite, do you, you do it, uh, you have to instantly set the hook? You know, it's, it's dependent upon the, the bait that you're fishing. So generally, you know, you could you could go. There's one, and then set the hook. So that, a lot of times, that's what I'll do. Is I won't like especially top water. If you see a blow up and you set the hook, well, the fish is still blowing up on the bait, and there's a bunch of water and stuff in the fish's mouth where he probably doesn't have the hooks in his mouth. Or if you go, there's one, and you wait like a second, and then set the hook. Then he has the fish has time to roll up, engulf the bait, turn around, and then you have a, b- a lot better chance of getting that fish. One, one of the neat things about bass fishing is you don't need a, an expensive boat to uh, to go and target these fish. You can just walk the bank and fish the reeds and the docks too, right? Exactly. You know, bass are generally a shallow water fish. You know, like I said, the reservoirs, a lot of times are 20 feet deep, but you can still hit that 
from you know from the bank. You can pull up on a, a point. You know, we call I call point intersections. You know, because it's like a traffic light where there's a lot more going on. So those are good places. But you can pull up to a point and you can go fishing. You know, fishing for bass and. You know, a lot of times the bass will be moving, so you can kind of stay in one spot and work it for, you know, an hour or two, you know, and, and be able to catch a lot of fish. And yeah, you, you're right. You don't need an expensive boat. You can do it from a kayak, a canoe, a tube, from the bank, you know, from a flashy boat, you know, from a from a ski boat. You know, you can take your ski boat out and drift it along the bank and, you know, and catch bass. Mark, what would you say the uh, the most innovative lure you've seen or, or piece of tackle you've seen come out this season? I was afraid you were going to ask that. <laughs> I don't want to get, well, I don't, I don't know. You Maybe know, you don't want to give up your I, secrets. I'm going to say there's two pretty cool baits that have come out, okay? And then, uh, so at, at, we just went to ICAST here in July, and the Savage Gear Duck won for <laughs> best hard lure. Which, and it's a pretty neat bait. I have a couple of them. Um, that's a pretty cool bait. And then also River to Sea came out with a new buzz bait, okay? And it's a, a buzz bait that has two little, um, like, torpedo spinners on it. Okay. And they float. So it's a buzz bait that floats, which is really nice because a lot of times when you're throwing a buzz bait, they're all lead with aluminum blade, and you'll be running across the top. Um, the fish will blow up on it and miss, and you have to keep reeling it because if you stop reeling, the thing sinks, and then you're not going to get bit. But with this, you can stop it, and you can kind of jerk it a little bit and catch them. Oh, that's so, great. Uh, the duck's the same way. A duck floats, and it has its little feet spin around, and it, it bubbles up on the top. So Yeah, I saw, I saw those online. Those look really fun. So, um, yeah, those are a couple of, couple of neat baits that just came out here this year. And, and in as much as you can fish them from the dock, I, I would say that having a really good chart plotter and, and having good electronics on a boat is also going to be really useful. Um, I know our friends over at Navionics makes a, make a great phone app, and I think they have over 18,000 different bodies of water, uh, freshwater uh, lakes and rivers, where from your phone for about 10 bucks you can have a chart for that body of water it's uh, yeah it does it makes it it makes it really nice i do i also have the navionics app and i use it quite a bit you know but you know when i'm out with somebody else or i'm on the bank or where you know I'll, I'll use that all the time in my boat i have a set of garments that, that they've done a really good job with mapping and one foot contours on like yeah. well we're uh, we're going to wrap up this segment here and uh, thank you very much uh, tell us your website again uh, my website is bassanglermag.com. All right. So thanks you, Thanks for listening. Time, we'll be right back. Google Bass Angler Mag. You'll, you'll find us without a problem. Great. Thanks. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I'm Fishing, hand me my trusty pole. I'm going fishing down in my favorite fishing hole. Well, why don't you come with me? And maybe you'll see. Even if we don't catch a fish, baby, I got you. Welcome back to you Fish Talk me. Radio. We're going all over the world, Marco yeah. and Mike. We can talk with Mike. Uh, is uh, Ketchikan, Alaska, and uh, Marco's sitting right here. We've covered Alaska. Just talked to Mark Lassane about bass fishing. And we've got the Grizz on the line. We've only got a couple minutes, but he's doing some really exciting stuff today. Grizz, can you tell us about it? Yeah, John, I'll tell you, it's very exciting what's going on right down here. We're in a tournament here in La Bocana in the northern part of Baja California Sur. And it's the biggest tournament ever recorded in history. Right now, we got 59 boats going out looking for Yellowtail. We're looking for Dorado. We're looking for anything we can catch except uh, billfish. We're not catching them or groupers. We catch and release those. But it's the biggest tournament. You can imagine. we got well, everybody here. Well, Grizz, this is on the Pacific, which is most of the tournaments um, from Loreto all the way down there and the Sea of Cortez all the way down to Cabo. So there's uh, this is the first time anybody's done something like this up in your area at, at La Bocana, which is on the Pacific, about across from Loreto. 
Yeah, you're exactly right, John. It's the first. Well, actually, it's a little bit farther north than Loreto on the other side. Actually, it's five hours by road here. But it's uh, it's so exciting. We got people here from all over the United States, all over Mexico here. I mean, it's a real party going on. Live music, everything you can imagine. Sounds like you're having a party, Grizz. I am having a party, John. I'm having a great time. Okay. And, uh, Mike, I, I know that we haven't talked to you too much, but uh, um, I know from Ketchikan you probably, well, you fished with us at East Cape, which is coming up again in uh, the beginning of November. But the yep. area the area that Grizz is in is, is unusual. I've never been there, and it's a very small town. Uh, how's the accommodations there, uh, Grizz? Well, right now I'm staying in a log cabin about 25 yards from the beach, right on the sand. Beautiful log cabins. It's great. A restaurant that has the best food you can imagine and the best boats, fishing boats to go out in. It's just all new. We just started this about uh, four years ago, and we're kicking butt. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's great. Well, the great thing is, Grizz, this is your tournament, and you're you know you're 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 the one that's promoted. It's been your deal, and there's been other tournaments down there that uh, haven't done so well because uh, the Sea Cortez, you know, they have Dorado tournaments, and there's no Dorado. But yours is you know, yeah, yours, yeah. You're right, John. Uh, that's uh, one of the mistakes people are putting all over the world. They're putting a target fish. Now, what happens when that tournament comes around and there's no target fish? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. Like what happened last week in Loretto, there was a Dorado tournament. They didn't catch one Dorado, so they had to raffle off the prize money. Now, wow. that's ridiculous. So we Are you seeing a lot of Dorado on your side there? There's none over here. But it's not a Dorado tournament. It's a fish tournament. <laughs> It's the biggest fish wins. You're not allowed to catch billfish, grouper, or black sea bass. But everything else counts, and the one that weighs the most takes it all. Oh, that's so what are you seeing a lot of right now, Chris? Really big yellowtail. Charles, two weeks ago, got one. My son got one right at 79 pounds. Wow. wow. A lot of big yellowtail right now. Okay. Well, Grizz, that sounds like an exciting tournament. If you're going to be around next week, we're going to have you get a recap, but I think you're going to be in Mexico City or someplace. But um, anyway, I'll be in Mexico City next week. Okay. You're right, John. All right. Well, you hold on afterwards. we got to check up on you. But, uh, Mike, we appreciate having you on. And, uh, Marco, Thank it's been a, been a lot of fun. We've, we're pretty much covering everywhere today, aren't we? That's right. And, and, and you've got us on Facebook. Yep. But uh, go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to this as many times as you want to, and uh, we'd like to hear from you. And uh, thanks again, Grizz. Go to asobproductions.com. You gone fishing.